Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll, I'll have, what um, do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have you, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 69 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me on my porch is Chuck. 69, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? I don't know, dude, you know, just hanging <laughs> out. I'm on the porch, it's actually nice and cool. It almost almost feels like a fall day. Were you out last night? No. Beautiful. Oh. I actually got a little chilly. Did it? I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt after my softball game hanging out, and it got chilly. I think it was in 60-ish, 59 That's at exciting. that point. That's exciting. It felt and smelled like fall. I know this morning when I got my truck, it was it was a little nippy, and I was like, oh, good, man. It feels felt real good. good. Rejuvenates the soul. It does. When you wake up and it's 98 out. <laughs> I just want to throw up. Yeah, like that does nothing for the soul. Yeah. It actually, I think, burns the soul, which is why there's so many stories coming out of Florida. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Florida man did X, X, Y, Z. Yes. Yes. So, I think that's what's wrong with Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, we need cold weather up here to bring our soul back. What you that's, that's the solution to this, this country's problem. We need more cold weather. We need more cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> we need cold weather in October. October. Let's, mm. let's say, so starting like September 19th. Yeah, that's that would perfect. very much like cold weather. That's opening day. Yes, it is. <laughs> down, down southern parts of 2B. The 2B. Which I am planning on hitting pretty seriously. I am, too. I'm planning on actually doing a scouting trip to a couple of other properties, which you kind of know about. Yeah. Also, there's a couple I need to knock some doors and because I saw some pigs on some properties down there, and I need to find them. And the more I listen to people, and I hear people killing these deer in little suburban neighborhoods, I'm like, why why am I not doing this? I I work here. Mm -hmm. It'd be so convenient. Yep. I can get off at four. I can scoot right out. 
Yeah. And I can be in the woods at like 4.15, 4.30, whatever, like you know? So anyways, we do have someone here with us spiritually tonight. Do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have to summon him, though. Oh. We have to rub the lamp, mm-hmm. magic lamp, and you have to call upon the wizard. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that how you summon a genie, though? Yeah, maybe, but in this case, it's going to be summoning a wizard. Okay, I like it. I like it. Rub away, man. The wizard is on the line with us tonight from back in episode, I don't even know. <laughs> Early on, this man has called dibs on this episode from a long time ago, and we honored that tonight with Braden Booer. Let the schlappies roll. Boo hair. You guys are lucky I'm not there. I, I would love a rub right now. Ooh. <laughs> We could possibly uh, line something up for the future. <laughs> I, I was rubbing a bush light can, by the way, just mm-hmm. so you know that. Oh, man. What is up, guys? <laughs> Nothing, man. It's been a while since we did one of these, and uh, it's mostly in part to the fact that we held true to our word that we wanted you, you on for the episode 69. And, of course, I'm, like, not able to be there either, too. So this is the first one we've done over the phone. It's a slight letdown, but... You know what? It is. We will drink enough to make up for the fact that you're not here. Yeah. Because that night that you were here, the last, with was that Jeff? Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my. That was a <laughs> shit show. Yeah, but you made food. You didn't even make food for this episode. Come on, man. I'm hungry. I didn't yeah. eat dinner. Oh, I'll bring you guys some leftovers from a roast Ooh. I made. Oh, son. We still never got together as a group on, on this whole buck cancer thing and, and did know. our, like, banquet, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. Yep. Where we cook up some of them deer you guys killed, since I didn't kill any bucks. You guys can probably cook up yours, and, you know, maybe I can cook up some fish from the uh, bow fishing trip I went on. Mm-hmm. We still need to do that, for real, for real. I agree. I had man. a good idea for that, in which it's funny, and I can't tell you about. But <laughs> I remember what it is. You know, you're yeah. the only one that knows because you're going to help me. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> but anyway, when I got the party pad now, yeah. the party pad. Now. Good point. Good point. We could take it out that way for sure. I mean, we did finish finally the last like uh, leg, the leg, the last yep. leg of the uh, whole buck cancer thing was the camo care shoot. We finally did it. I got last some money to donate. Yeah, let's get let's get into that. Let's start there. So, if anyone doesn't know who, who Booer is, he's he's a local buddy of ours. Like I said, he's recorded a couple episodes with us now, I believe. And you can go back and check him out, but also a member of Northern Outcast Outdoors. So, we'll get past that part. Let's go to the shoot. So, there was some smack talking going down on the sh- in the shoot here. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember or recall. I know it was a whole four days ago or, or what, but what happened in the outcome in that shoot? Did... um. Did Northern Outcast or did the White Tail Distraction podcast come out on top? Jeff won, didn't he? Yes, he did. So yeah, we did. No one saw your scorecard, so I can't really confirm <laughs> yeah. or deny our our little side bet we had going there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny is if I would have put money on that from the beginning, like you were like, "Hey, what are we doing?" I'm like, "No, I can't." I would have lost by probably twenty, thirty, at least thirty points. I'd oh, when there's money last. on the line with anything, I'm a totally different, <laughs> totally different animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm typically a gambling degenerate, but I, that's not my life anymore. I mean, you guys know me, so you know when even something remotely competitive is going on, I don't shut up. And I was, by my standards, fairly well behaved, I feel like. <laughs> oh. So Austin missed the shoot this year, buddy. I did. I was a little disappointed I couldn't go, but I had my best friend from... 
preschool's wedding to be in. So that yeah. was it. Was it was a really nice it's a wedding. Up. It's a toss up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a really nice wedding. I I would have loved to have been there though. I mean, this is the first year I've missed since we started going. So yeah, which you know. I I couldn't remember. I think this is my third or fourth third year. year. We started third in year. That's what I thought. Because we started on the ninth year. I was thinking because it was our first year, and then the next year they yeah. discussed maybe not doing it for right. the 10th annual, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So this was our third year, but if you have any questions, you bring us questions since okay. you weren't there, so yeah. as an outsider perspective. I'm sure something will come up, yeah. That'll work, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we did the orange course this time, and this was Booer's first year, along with we had Jeff, my friend Bud, Andrew Weiland that's been on the show before. And then Jason Burks has been on the show before as well. Mm -hmm. Now, Jeff's also been on the show. But it was fun, man. It was a blast. We had some good shooters on our team. Yes. Like some underrated shooters were on our team. No doubt about it. I was pleasantly surprised with how well we shot. And I've only really shot up to this point like a week, week and a half on and off, you know, a couple groups at night. Usually this shoots like in June and they pushed it back with everything going on. I think that helped a lot. Yeah. Because I got into some form and actually started shooting, which helps a lot. But what do you think, man? First year in the shoot, what did you think? What was your impressions? It was a it was a very well organized, well put together event for I mean, being twenty minutes outside of Tynesta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean it's out in the middle of nowhere. Good old know. Freiburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I thought it was a lot of fun. I, the course the course for we wanted to do the harder one, didn't we? But it was like already like sold out by the time we tried to register. I think. Well, so I mean, we had to do the easier. I think me and Jeff were too late. Yeah, or I I can't remember what it was, but it, I don't know. It about was you still guys. fun. We did you know, uh, the hunter course, and I I don't know if you guys tried to apply for the open course or not. Yeah, I guess you could have. It no. said we it was already not sold out, but like already full. Yeah, they only take so many it, registrants. That was also before we knew that you couldn't use a rangefinder either, so we would have been mm-hmm. in bad shape with that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unknown distance, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, actually, I was kind of nervous about that. The rangefinders kind of turned into a cluck, uh, crutch of sorts for me, but it was a lot of fun doing that. Honestly, I, I think it made it more fun, you know, because someone shoots you like. Did you have that at like 25? <laughs> yeah. You know, and everybody's like, ah, I think it's like, uh, you know, and then you're like, you don't know who's actually telling the truth. So. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Actually, the first year that me and Chuck shot, it was me, Chuck, and Anthony, and Anthony had to leave early. So we were actually teamed up with other, like another group. And <laughs> me and Chuck would talk to each other. We're like, mm, I think, I think it's 27. And we'd be like listening to hardcore and they'd be like, oh, it's 31. Don't let them know. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of like, it was pretty funny. We went back and forth a couple of times and we had, they ended up being really good dudes. And yeah, they those guys cool. were some solid shots. They were really good. Yeah. But we, we kind of were edging at them a little bit towards the end. Like, as we got to know, we're like, what do you got? What do you guys got this at? <laughs> uh, it's 26 yards. I mean, these dudes shot, they had like the target cards. They had everything. We literally were, went with like bows and a couple arrows in our pockets. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had no yeah. clue what we were doing. That's why I went out and got the, you got, actually bought them, the hip uh, quivers, yeah. the hip, hip quivers, quivers yeah. which are huge. And then I bought that kickstand because those dudes had one. I was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Won't do it without it now. Yeah. And I'm pleasantly I mean, surprised. I had a backpack on and I felt overdressed. <laughs> I shot with my binos on the chat on my chest for the first time. That was a little different. How'd you feel? 
it was it's just a different draw angle. Yeah. You know, normally I draw, I guess, lower, and I had to raise up above them to draw. Mm. But kind of like, you know, target shooters. Yeah. When they raise the bow real high and then draw straight yep. to the chin. That's how kind of how I had to do it. But it started off pretty close there. It was pretty competitive for a while, Boer. Well, once we hit the hills, Chucky started to squander a little bit, and that's when I made my uh, tighten the gap there on him. Once he, like, got a little breather and we stopped for a beer, then... He started coming back on again. <laughs> Liquid gold. Liquid gold. All I needed was a bush latte. <laughs> I let him. I let him recover too much. He he was sucking wind up a couple of them hills there. That's when he started falling <laughs> apart on me. <laughs> Listen, Boo, not everybody's training for elk country right now, man. <laughs> hey, man. I am what I am. <laughs> I am what I am. I love getting snaps from you. You're like. Yeah, 16th time around <laughs> with your pack and everything. I'm like, yeah. dude, this guy is a freaking animal. 60-pound pack and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what a nut. Well, the worst part was Saturday. I wasn't – Saturday was the day of the shoot. Friday I was at the camp, and I wasn't planning on uh going over five miles, but my freaking truck broke down at the camp, and oh, I had no yeah. way of getting anywhere, and I have no reception at my camp for, like, a long ways. So – I knew generally the area where I could get reception near where I was hiking in. So I hiked back up after I hung my couple cameras and uh, got back up there and I couldn't get service in the one spot that was like further downhill. So I was like, Oh my God, what do I do? So like, I need to call Jeff to like, let him know I'm freaking stranded here, you know, cause he was coming up that night. So I ended up having to hike back like four extra miles on top of like my normal thing. Like, up this like big ass hill to get reception to call him so i ended up hoofing it up this hill and then i remember i just called chuck and i didn't even i was like i don't even need anything i just need to complain right now for like five minutes because i'm like dying right now yeah um, i was at so work. i was like fairly cooked before that shoot even happened <laughs> yeah what happened to the danger wagon dude and i went down uh down the road to a glass of field and i turned around and come back dude my tire was flatter than a pancake so I had to, I was like down the road with a rifle in my front seat. And I'm like, <laughs> I better get this thing off the road. You know, I'm in Crocs. Like, you know what I mean? So I limped it back to the camp by some miracle. But yeah, it was kind of a sketchy night actually. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so for anybody local, your camp's near Mayburg, right? You know, Mayburg bridge. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. save the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did the they, general end up, vicinity. they end up closing that bridge down yet? No. It's still open? As far as I know. Someone yeah. correct me. If I'm, I'm sure that the social justice keyboard warriors <laughs> on the Tynesta Facebook page will correct me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> by chance, do you know if Nebraska Bridge is closed? Hey, hey honey, sure. get on there and see if Nebraska's flooded. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have no worries with the drought we're in about the Nebraska Bridge. <laughs> Listen, all you need is a sprinkle. It'll be flooded. Yeah, that oh, is a God. real page. You can go on and check. <laughs> that is the only thing you will see on there as well. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't like just set up a live feed at this point, honestly. <laughs> Put a camera on the top of it or something, or on the trees looking over it. <laughs> <laughs> they should just change the Tynus to Facebook page to Nebraska Bridge. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> FAQs. FAQs. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, uh, back to the shoot. Anyways, so far that's, track. Yeah, that sounds like some excuses why Boer got his butt beat by me. <laughs> now, I guess, uh, so we all wore our Buck Cancer shirts to the shoot, which was pretty cool. And Bud 
Maine was actually the winner of the shoot. It got exciting. It was down to the last three targets at one point. Now, mind you, Booer's right. I hit those hills and I struggled. I shot two fives out of three shots, which was pretty detrimental. I was in first place going into those three targets. I dropped a third, almost fourth. Actually, maybe fourth because Andrew at that point did not fall apart yet either. So Andrew, no, he'd, he'd fallen apart. He he was falling apart by the time we hit the freaking uh, port potty there. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I asked him what his score was and he said it. And I looked at him sideways and I was like, "Dude, you're just ring. You just rang like five elevens in a row. What did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> he did. He fell dude, apart. <laughs> dude was so quiet and he's like, "Yeah, I hit like a few fives back there." I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I'm in fourth place right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys were all pressing and, and I was, I was struggling a little bit. I was pouting a little bit. And then I, I remember after we tried to rock the, uh, Portage on, on Burks, <laughs> which yeah, we did. Didn't. Yeah, we did. Oh man. <laughs> we gave him a little shake and shimmy. Yeah, your, your boy was having a day. He was having, your, he was having. Your mans a, was out of control there one, for a little while. <laughs> grab your mans. <laughs> he was he he missed like five targets six targets on the day he he had a tough time dude he he ran out of arrows and we <laughs> found an arrow not not his arrow we found a random arrow and he shot in the it. weeds and he <laughs> shot that better than the one his ones that he had all day oh my god <laughs> dude he shot two or three trees at one point he carried a giant stick around with him for like three holes till we found a tree we could put it in and break it open just to get the arrow out of. Then he used that arrow for a couple shots. <laughs> and then he lost it and then he found another one and he used that for the rest of the whole shoot. What what's going on? I know he he shoots. I don't what like we we were shooting together. Target panic or what? Yeah, you, he's you know, he's like been the same stage as you, Boer. You know, you both have been pretty much shooting archery now for Two years, right? This is your second true year. Yeah. With a bow. Yeah. Yeah. And he picked up a bow last year, I believe. Two years ago was the first year he started shooting. Mm -hmm. But you can see it, man. He he switched him out to a a single pin this year, like an an old school single pin that I had laying around Uh, to see if that'd help him out. And in the yard, it did. I mean, like he was crushing circles and stuff and fine. But I think when he got there, he wasn't used to shooting with. He doesn't really know anybody else either. Like, he knows Bud. Yeah. He doesn't... We I mean, know each other. I mean, we hunted turkey this last spring together at one day. Yeah, true, true. Definitely you and probably Bud. But the other guys, he doesn't really know. Either way, I'm making excuses for him. He gets target panic bad. Like, okay. really bad. I've tried a lot of things. We were helping him. And we actually helped him out quite a bit. I think he turned around. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think so. I mean, that's not knocking him either, too. I mean, yeah, like I said... It's not an easy thing to do, and I know no one, you know, goes out every morning and shoots as much as, you know, some people do. You don't have time to whatever, you know, and showing up to that, too. Like you said, you're with a bunch of people and you're keeping score, yep. you know. It's nerve-wracking. There's, different. there's no backstop. It's just a 3D target in the middle of the woods. And some of those, that orange course, some of those shots, there was no backstop. Like, yeah. you missed, oh, no, that arrow was going. flying forever. And it was definitely a little nerve-wracking. You could tell in his shooting that he was flinching pretty hard. Yeah, he was nervous about it. So, <laughs> anyways. So, I shot two fives out of three, right? And I looked at the group and I went, you know what? From here on out, shooting nothing but tens are better. <laughs> I will not shoot anything less than ten from here on out. And I don't even know if anyone was listening to me at that point because, again, I was pouting. You know, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was. went on a terror. Eleven 
straight targets. Now, mind you, I'm back 13 points at this point from the lead. 11 targets straight, I shot 6 11s and 5 10s. That is killer. Just went on a freaking rampage. I clawed my way all the way back. Now, because really, Jeff and Bud did not let down their guard. Like, they, they let me back in with a couple eights, but they, I earned every bit of it because they were shooting fantastic. Those two shot lights out the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then it came down to it, three targets left. Booer, you were the one that kept, what well, we kept adding every five, every five targets, we kept adding the score up, right? Yeah. And then we Something stopped. Like that. Yeah. yeah. We stopped for a little while and said, well, three left, let's add them up. So we added them up. It was Jeff in first place. Behind him by one point was Bud. Behind Bud by one point was me. And then. No, I think that last one, you and, you and Jeff were tied and Bud was in first place by like a point or correct. something like that. So, it so was with, something like that. Yes. So with three there targets left, what happened was that third target from the last, me and Bud shot tens. Jeff shot last and put up an 11, went up two. The second from last target, me and Bud both shot 11s. And Jeff shot an eight and opened up the door. And that's when it went, me and Jeff were tied. Bud was up one. Last target. <laughs> and I choked. Oh, Hard. yeah. I shot an eight. Jeff shot a 10. And Bud just shoved it right up both of our asses with an 11 and <laughs> said, screw both of you. I'm the champion. He said, I'm the captain now. Look at me. <laughs> Booer, you were, I mean, where were you during this, my man? I wasn't even there, so I, I got no room to talk. But where were you, man? What was going on here? I was shooting good whenever cardio was a factor. And then we once we stopped for the break, the opposite thing happened to me. I was on a completely empty stomach and crushed like four beers. And then I came back in a little looser than probably what was uh, needed. Had <laughs> <laughs> some natter days in, oh. in Booer's book bag, right? <laughs> dude, I, I, I freaking bummed a chew off of uh, oh. that Andrew kid. Dude, what the heck? Did he like poison me? <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was like, am I 14 right now? Like, do I need to go throw up in the bushes? Like... <laughs> You know. Well, you chew it, of course. What was it? A can of kayak, dude. I have no idea it what was it was. Grape kayak, it, dude. It very well could have been. But nah, that was fun, man. That was fun. You, you definitely were shooting well. By no means were you shooting poorly. And, and a couple of times when we, when we really got this talking smack, you shot better. When I, I just, did. when I just I stayed quiet and and walked from you know target to target. It's when you didn't have that competitive edge because I, I just, I learned to let a sleeping dog lay. You know? <laughs> and I kid you not, dude, I'd put up an 11 and Boer literally would just crush, crush my fletchings. Like he was right on top. Boom. I'm like, you son of a bitch. As soon as you said something about, I forget what it was. Cause so, I mean, you were chirping about the scorecard. I said, yeah, whatever. I came up. I like barely even aimed at the target. Dude, I just pulled up and immediately pulled the trigger and I shot an 11 right behind that second group. <laughs> he just like looked at me like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> we recorded a bunch of this too. So there's actually going to be a video coming out. Where can people find your channel at? At Northern Outcast Outdoors on YouTube and Instagram. We have an Instagram. We have oh. Facebook, but Jeff's in charge of it, so it never gets updated. LOL. Yeah. I don't know why you put the caveman in charge of a Facebook account. Yeah. Facebook's <laughs> so beat. Can't deal with it. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. That's well, like our you Twitter got your plug. <laughs> uh, good talking to you, Bear. See you later, bud. <laughs> uh, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a Twitter for some reason. Chuck's in charge of that. It, I don't. 
I tweet from now. Our go wild, our Twitter, like they're like not existing anymore. It's too hard to keep up with all of them. In all fairness, (laughs) Anthony ran our go wild for a while there, for like two days. I didn't. (laughs) I've never posted on that. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't think even. I don't even think I have access to it. He was so pumped. He's like, I got like fifteen followers on there. It's like cool, man. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Oh my god. But our Instagram's growing. Yeah, our Instagram's growing. I like Instagram. It's fun. Every right. now and then I'll take over ours and do some degenerate type posting and then leave as quickly as I came. Yeah, I like it. But YouTube's usually the realm that I linger in. <laughs> the tubers. Yeah, which is probably why it's suffering. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it's all right. It's all right. Our YouTube is it's on fire, man. We get like 50,000 <laughs> subscribers. I mean, I can't even keep up with all these people. It's, it's incredible. Hey, dude, we, YouTube's a grind. I, I say it every time we talk, I feel like, but dude, YouTube is a, a serious grind. <laughs> Listen, tell Boer how many views we got on that John Eberhardt episode, though, because I couldn't believe it. Oh my goodness, I know. We're over 4,000 views on that John Eberhardt On podcast. a freaking podcast. On YouTube alone. No kidding. Dude, how crazy, crazy is that? He dude, told that's badass. That. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like 600, 800? Let's say, I think our most viewed video is at like three, 3,100, something like that when I checked it the other day. Yeah, man. I had a viral video back in the day. Did a spoof video. Would you like me to no, say the title of it? No, don't It's my keep, favorite listen, video in the world. You guys keep hinting about this. I'm going to find it. I'm going to send you a text. <laughs> You're going to send me a text. Yes. I would send it to you, but not the world. I'm going to do it right it, now. It was like... I haven't, I haven't made any Chucky memes in a while. Oh, come on. You <laughs> would get some good ones out of that. Some good ones. Fire up the group chat. You know, it's like one of them things when you're in high school and you're, you know, 16, 17 year old kid and you think you're cool. And like my new haircut came out. Do you remember that, that video that went like viral, the my new haircut thing? They did like a million different spoofs off of it. Maybe you don't know. You, you're just not a degenerate. You have something in your inbox, boo. I'm just, I just got enough. Just heard the notification. (laughs) Basically, anyways, we did a spoof of that and it was like, this is the greatest idea ever. But like my buddy wrote the whole thing up and then we did it. And I was like, yeah, I got made fun of for that day on till today about that. But you know, it was funny because a lot of people went on there and like commented and like, Oh, you're such an idiot. Like thinking we were serious and not realizing it was a spoof. Like we were making fun of that person. And that person went on, like, telling us how bad we were and stuff. But I, I can't give any more hints. I don't want anybody finding this. So I can't give any more hints. But <laughs> let's get, let's, let's go somewhere else with this, please. Please. Can we talk hold, hold about. On. Let, let me add this, no. add this to my personal collection real quick here. <laughs> can we talk about <laughs> hunting? Yeah. In yeah, some form. Hit me please. with something. <laughs> can, we, can we go back to turkey season? Because Boer's the man when it comes to turkey season. Can we go back, Boer? And talk about it for a little bit, please. This turkey season was brutal, man. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, my, mine was terrible. I mean, turkey season the year before last was brutal, but I mean, like, in a completely different way. I feel like I, I, I can't speak for everybody. I mean, I, I only had one week to hunt the whole season with the COVID nonsense going on, which sucked. Yeah, that's stupid. Well, you got screwed, though. You you did You got screwed with work. Because you were supposed to, well, and Jeff too, right? Because Jeff didn't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, we all the schools got shut down. We're both parents. You know what I mean? We, you know, we're working full time jobs on top of that. You know, so does our spouses. So I mean, like we were, we were homeschooling our kids at that point, which was like super brutal, dude. And 
actually like props to my wife. You know, I was allowed to still go this week. Like she sucked it up and took one for the team and let me go still. But you know, it's like I put myself under like even more mental duress. Like I'm a nervine about that stuff. Like not like, uh, the, the COVID stuff. I mean, like when it's like time to hunt, dude, like I'm like OCD, like nervine, like ready to freaking go. Like got to get it done. Got to go, you know, an extra mile knowing that I only had literally one week the whole season. That was it. Like this week that I was going to the camp was all I had. I started like putting mental pressure on myself like immediately, which started to compound problems before they even started. Yeah. Which is it's not what you mindset want. to have going into something like that that, you yeah. know, are supposedly supposed to be enjoying, you know, all the stress at home and then going up there and it's like, well, I'm going to get there Saturday and then I got five days to do this, you know, Monday through Friday and then I got to go home. And then you get there and there's everybody that's laid off from work is up there hunting. So it's like, okay, I got this to deal with now. What, you know, time to pivot. You know, you're hunting in territory that you, you know, didn't scout, weren't planning on hunting. And then it's just like this like compounding, like mental frustration. So the one day I remember I called Chucky when I was getting out of the woods because you can only hunt till noon that first week. And I was like, dude, I, I don't even know if I want to like go back out tomorrow. Cause <laughs> literally I drove, I left my own X tracker on. I, I drove close to 23 miles that day and every pull off between the backside of Marionville and Salmon Creek all the way back around to Nebraska Bridge down through like Guytonville Road. There was a car in every freaking pull off the whole way down through there. I can uh, definitely. Definitely like, vouch I, I, for that one. <laughs> dude, like, it was insane. And, I mean, I don't know how many of your listeners, like, remember rifle season in the 90s up there. But, dude, like, the worst Friday in the 90s up there during rifle season was not as bad as this. And it was insane. It was frustrating. That's, that's crazy. That's a statement. Yeah, that is a statement. I, you know, I, I kind of feel the same for around here, not even just up the mountains. I, my turkey season... There were so many times that I would go and I would try and hit this piece of public or I would find something on Onyx and I'd drive way out to hit this piece of public or, and there would be people just freaking everywhere. I got stopped by a game warden twice. Turkey season this year was just so intense because so many people were in the woods and I just, I wasn't Dude, prepared for that. No, I don't think anybody was. <laughs> no. You know, the, the pressure was insane. Yeah. The whole time I was up there, I got three birds to actually like, you know, respond to me. And it was after this is the lengths I had to go to. I had to cross a river in chest waders and then still hike miles to get to a spot that was like sort of untouched. And that's where I finally started getting a little bit of action. But like by then it was like Thursday. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like I got two days left to figure it out. You know, the, the one day I, I, I went with the uh, one kid that uh, lives up there right down the hill for me and we walked across some waders and we weren't expecting to go far from the river and we got in a little bit and i got one to answer this is actually a crazy story <laughs> i got one to answer and we uh moved down on it kind of like posted up for a second and it like moved away but it was still talking and we ended up going in like the whole way with our chest waders on so we didn't bring boots you know we packed light that day so we ended up, I think, I think my Garmin said we went like three and a half miles of waders, chest waders. <laughs> oh my God. Right. So we're, Yikes. we're set up and, you know, sure as shit, I call one in, right? And he, I, I think the problem was we spooked some heads on the other side of this like little washout. 
And uh, whenever I finally got him to answer, the hens were kind of like poking around down behind us. So he went straight to the hens, like 60 yards out from us, and I just couldn't get him to come back in. We tried to circle around, but it was like 1130, and dude, we were soaking wet from sweat in those stupid waders. It was insane. But well, they're, <laughs> they're super breathable. I don't know if you've ever worn waders <laughs> dude, it was, before. It was, dude, we got a picture of it. It's, it, was, it was that was actually like the first day up there. I was like, wow, I like really had a lot of fun, you know. But yeah, it's not like you could wet wait or do any of that option. It was like thirty degrees because so that's definitely not an option. Oh well, that's the that was the weirdest part about that week, dude. The Monday to Wednesday, if I remember right, it was like you know kind of hot out. I mean, the river was like brutal, but yeah. it was like sunny and kind of kind of hot out. And then, dude, it snowed Thursday. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Like, not just a little bit either. Like, you know, there was accumulation on the ground. Like, and then it snowed again Friday, I believe, too, didn't it? Saturday for sure. Yeah, Friday. Friday was yeah. a freaking yeah. Blizzard. That's what it was. It snowed snowed Thursday into Friday, and then Friday yep. into Saturday. Yeah, because we went up Friday and hunted Friday Saturday that weekend. And it was literally a blizzard at one point, like in Turkey Dude, it season. Was in the teens, the temperature yeah. in May. For, this is the first week of May we're talking about. This isn't like February. Yeah, our season doesn't start early. <laughs> yeah, it's, so the end of the first week of May, it was freaking. Dude, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, when we got in the truck that morning, it said like 14 degrees or something like something silly like that. Like it was brutally cold out. <laughs> Dude, it was really bad. I had my thermocell still on my pouch from like the week before when I was getting destroyed by mosquitoes. And then like I'm I'm out walking around and it, I'm literally getting blizzarded on. Yeah, and Facebook I was like, I'm thing. so glad I carried this out here with me. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, it was terrible. Oh my god, I never thought so I'd turn on in the freaking like winter. Hey, basically, I mean that is one good positive is you don't have bugs. Yeah, and it keeps the green down longer. Yeah. Which it did, especially yeah. up there. It did, and uh, I actually killed a bird that weekend. You did. You killed so. a bird. <laughs> so I can't complain. I, I told you. You got a nice one, me. too. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was nice actually one. a nice, it was a nice bird. I was pleasantly surprised. It pulled a little doopsy doodle on us, but we ended up getting it. I don't that know, man. The last day that me and Jeff went out, we went near where I called that bird in, and he was hunting with his bow, so we kind of like posted up under these trees and there wasn't like a good place for me to sit to like see what was going on without like sticking out like a sore throne because we were kind of sitting on the edge of this kind of like a little meadow like a little field it was like maybe like 70 80 yards to like the other tree line so you know wide open but i was like dude i, I really don't know where to go but this is like a good spot so i like tucked in behind him he was sitting on a stool and i like laid down on the ground like behind him and i started calling from the ground like laying down from the ground and a couple birds answered us in the roost and we like, okay, you know, we're going to wait until nine o'clock and then we're going to make a move no matter what, you know, unless something's coming in, obviously. So I like do a little call and they sound like they're still in the roost and there was one like way off, but he sounded interested. Like he was calling back fairly quickly. So I took my hat off, did like a little like fly down call. He answered again. I was like, Ooh, you know, so we're like, let's hang out for a minute. So it's like, you know, getting like eight o'clock or something like that everything shuts up again we're like oh man what do we do so nine o'clock rolls around he goes i gotta pee i go all right well let's you know get the stuff in the bags get the decoys in the bag and let's you know go to the next next spot we wanted to try 
Sure enough, and this was totally a rookie mistake on my part because I should have known with all the people up there how pressured these birds were. He stands up, takes two steps, and looks, dude. There's one that was like 20 feet from us behind us mm. coming in completely quiet. Oh, no. And, and I was like, <laughs> and I remember just watching this bird just run away through the freaking spruces, and I'm like, there goes our season right there. I just like immediately was like, defeated. Yes. It's a good on, word. So yeah. many levels defeated. Yeah. And it was like, dude, it's Saturday. That was our, that was like the one shot that I got, you know, that I got, I called him this bird and I should, I should have known if they were caught. There was four that called. I was like, chances are one of these are going to come in. And then I should have known from all the pressure that they were going to be wide. It was when you don't see anything or you have such bad luck all week, you, you know, you start to make those stupid, you know, overly aggressive mistakes that are just like, stupid you know yeah you start pressing and that's literally what happens just you know you mentally get fatigued and you do dumb shit like that and i was like i knew that i knew that we should have just waited it out a little longer but yeah that was that was literally how my season ended was watching that bird run away into the freaking uh spruces across the river <laughs> that hurts <laughs> that does hurt man. yeah that's a damn dagger <sighs> and then that does look like a really good spot you show me that spot on the map i'm like I will be using that as a primary location for things. <laughs> I got a, I got a camera hanging there not far from where that incident occurred actually as we speak. So what are you thinking? Chupacabra or, you know, <laughs> Bigfoot spot? I sat on the other side of the river in the last that area one night and I counted 20 deer. Oh, nice. So Hey-o. we're, we're going to stay near that, I think. In the early season, so we're gonna see what happens. Cowabunga. I know I got two weekends for sure up there in, in October, so nice. I'm starting to get them patterned out, but that's the thing, dude. Like you have stupid shit like that happen on a hunt, but then like you know you stop and think about it. Like you're up there in your happy place, and you know I've found it to be more of a spiritual thing now. You know where it's like, dude, you only had that week, and you kind of like turned yourself into like a shithead over it, you know, mm-hmm. for no reason. Looking back, I still had a blast. I mean, dude, freaking called a bird in, chest waders, was laying down, called one in, you know, just like, you know, goofy stuff, hanging out with your buddies. And it's like, you know, you got to like take it at face value. I feel like, you know, instead of like getting so hung up on the fact that you didn't get one, it's like, well, you know what? The old lady still let me go out. I shouldn't have even got the five days that I got to go out there. Really, you know. I'm with you, man. And. You know, just getting out, like you said, and hanging out with your buddies and getting to do in any season, whether it be deer season, turkey season, that, that it really is what it's about, man. Oh, dude, it's, it's a spiritual thing. It, it really is. You know, I'm not like some overly religious dude or anything like that, but like when I go up there, like if I'm not up there, you know, a few times, you know, if the time lapse between trips up there occurs too long, you know, I get a little, you know, goofy, like I need to go up there and recharge. Like I need yeah. to be up, you know, where I don't have cell service unless I hike seven miles. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, in the intro of this, I said how the cold rejuvenates your soul while well, the mountains do the same thing. It does. Dude. It really does. Like I, I can't speak for everybody, but like I physically like need it. Last weekend I was up there, man. I mean, I spent two days up there totally by myself and people like at work were like, why do you go to your camp by yourself? Because, I mean, these are all dudes that rifle hunt and just go up there to get blasted with the right. rice, which is fine. I do that, too. But, dude, I love going up there by myself. Yeah. I freaking love it, dude. I love going and disappearing in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? And 
I saw freaking wild river otters. Yeah. The other day. That was That's freaking cool. cool, man. Dude, I, I, I didn't even know we had otters in Pennsylvania until the other day. I'm going to be totally <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have seen it if I was with somebody else or, you know, sitting on the couch hungover, freaking drunk from the night before or, you know, what, any of that stuff. You know, I, I just genuinely enjoy going up there and being outside, even if it's not hunting. Yeah. No doubt about it. And it's weird because you go up there and it's almost like normalcy again. And you come back yeah. here and it's like mask wearing and bullshit and COVID this, COVID that. And it's like, uh, I just want to go back up there and reset again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice I mean, reset. Not getting political, but I mean, you know how I feel about things like probably stronger than most. So it's like to get a breath of fresh air. Ha ha ha. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> helps, helps oh, a lot. Man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, regardless, yeah, it does suck. You only have that one week, but I'm glad you come to the realization that, you know, instead of putting pressure on yourself and thinking you have to get it done in a week that you, you find a way to enjoy yourself still, which is what ideally oh, is why we do this. Yeah. It's why well, we you're absolutely right. And, and you know, what really did it was the, the night after all that happened, it was like, stupid cold and when it's cold up there i mean the stars are like so ultra clear up there Mm -hmm. like it's insane i mean you can see like the milky way and all that stuff and i remember going out to take a piss and it was dark out and i remember looking up like wow it's really freaking bright tonight and then i was sitting there and this these coyotes started going nuts like down the river and this, you could tell it was a big one. It was like just giving like the challenge bark to these other ones and they just weren't having it, dude. And I was like, okay, I go, this mofo ain't backing down. I go, I sure as hell ain't. <laughs> I go, I'll be back. I'll be back. Maybe not this year, but I'll be back. And it was like kind of like that, like weird, like animal spirit kind of like, you know what? That dude probably just got his teeth kicked in, but he don't give a shit. He's barking back at these dudes anyway. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm down with that, you know, and that was kind of like, you know, I went home smiling after that. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, you know what? I still have fun. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good attitude to have, man. (sighs) I don't know. That that whole thing, like, I I feel you. And I've had my kind of, like, come to the mountain moments, too, like. I don't go to the mountains as much as I used to anymore, but just like being up there as a kid and stuff like that, you know, like you have all those memories and it really is like, it, it's not that far away, but it's a totally yeah. different way of life. You oh, know? absolutely. You're like just people up there are totally different. The surroundings are different. I mean, it is different geographically, but like, I don't know, that whole way of life and the whole kind of camp vibe and what it is to Pennsylvania. I don't know. It just, it is something special about it. Yeah. I don't know. Hoover, did you end oh, up going to uh, Cougar Bob's? Yeah, you kind of let me down a little bit. I know, and you know what? I had, I don't know how many times I said it after I left after the shoot. Why didn't I just stay up camp? Like, why am I doing this? I, I came back home to hang out with guys from York that we go play softball with every year because we're not going to the tournament this year. I'm like, well, I'm not going to see these guys. And, they're, you know, they're good friends of ours. I'm like, I'm going to hang out with them. So we got back, literally walked right onto the softball field. Played a game, lost in extra innings to get eliminated from the tournament. And I stayed in, cause technically I ran the tournament, even though I wasn't going to be there. I was running the tournament all the way up to the point. It was my responsibility. I umpired the next four games for the next four or five hours I was there. They all left. <laughs> they all left and went and drank and ate and had a huge party. Like we didn't eat at all, but me and Burks 
stayed there the whole time. We didn't eat anything since the damn shoot when they fed us. And we didn't leave there until 1230 at night. No. We got done. And I'm like, why am I here and not at Cougar Bob's eating wings? Fill my face. You know, you you know, know, we did. We went back to the camp, fired up the grill. We had bear burgers and oh, we drank ridiculous. two cases of freaking Natterdays with the neighbor guy. You literally never mentioned bear burgers. You never mentioned that. And then we played Kid Rock on top of the hill by the outhouse and sat in lawn chairs and just like. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That know. sounds glorious. It does. It was. <laughs> Chuck's been to my camp, so he knows. It's like yeah. I sit on the one side of the Tynesta Creek, like higher up the hill. Yeah. You can see the other. It's it's a pretty sick view from, you know, my backyard up there. So, I mean, dude, it was a beautiful day out. Got the lawn chairs out. Went down to the river, swam a little bit, you know, cleaned up, brought the shampoo down there, had a couple of beers down there, jumped off the rock, came back up, ate dinner. You missed out, my man. I'm highly jealous. I really, really am. I definitely... Regret every minute of my decision. Is there a guy <laughs> seriously chainsawing right now? It is 825 at night, and there's a guy running a chainsaw outside. Dude's a legend. It might be Leatherface. I don't know. We're about to be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre right now. I don't know. Don't Family's know. just getting annihilated right now, and we're just having a good old time talking about the mountains and pleasantness. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you ain't going to rain on our parade, man. You ain't Go ahead, dismember, dismember away, but, you know. Ain't gonna ruin my vibe. <laughs> Boo, are you gonna hunt early season this year, man? I'm curious. Oh, absolutely. We're planning on going down for that, like, early, early yeah, the September 19th. opener. Yeah. We yeah. actually had, we didn't get one, but we had, like, some good encounters down there. The only thing I'm worried about, too, is people still being laid off. There's gonna be a lot of traffic down there, more so than usual, but. Remind me after the, the after- podcast. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Yeah, the the, the kind of the state like me and Jeff's like secret weapon was the fact that we worked afternoon turns. So like on weekdays, that's when we would get in the woods when no one right. else, you know, when everybody else is at work. But with the layoffs and I don't know who's back to work now or not, it's kind of a doesn't matter now. You know what I mean? Like it's, it sucks no matter when you go now because nobody's working. But I'm hoping that enough people are back to work. You know, in a month that. We can go back to our normal sneaky ways of afternoon turn going hunting in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. No, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Me and Chuck have been doing that for three years now. At least it, we've, we've gone out three years in a row. This will be our fourth year. This will be our fourth year. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, even, a- even if it's not killing anything, getting out and getting that first climb of the year, knocking some rust off and really like, Oh yeah. Getting just working out the kinks and getting ready for the actual regular season opener. And going in, it's almost like a scrimmage. It is. It is. I I love that. And there's no expectations. Nope. So you're just out there basically trying to kill a deer. You know, you're trying to put yourself in a position to kill a deer. Yeah. And to my, to our detriment, we don't really go out and scout before season. We just kind of played off of what happened every year year. before. Like, (laughs) hey, you know, they were here last year. Maybe we'll try this spot. (laughs) And then last year we went in totally blind. Went, tried cutting the shortcut through, blew out dozens of deer. Basically, my headlamp died as soon as we got there. So we're running off of Chuck's headlamp, and we're going through a wall. Mm -hmm. Like, we couldn't find our way through any of this stuff. We're basically falling down this hillside, getting into a creek. Dude, we heard probably... 15 deer blow oh, out the whole I don't time. Even know how <laughs> many, how many deer took off and blew at us. And I'm like, well, there goes another one. And 
you know, we kept positive because it's first day. Like, it's bonus. <laughs> we know it's a bonus day. But, like, the last time I was in there was winter and, and rifle, and it was like, Austin, I got this, buddy. It's, it's so easy. I can navigate us through here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in September, it's not the it's same not as open. January. No. <laughs> it gets thick down by that freaking river if you get, like, on the oh. northeastern side of it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and But it's fun down there. I never... I didn't calculate in it that we're still going to be dealing with this COVID crap. And, you know, as we get closer to November and October and September, like it's only going to get worse. And it, I don't know, man. I, I never thought of that. You're, we're really going to have to get creative, get away from people. Mm-hmm. I, I did some scouting down there last year in rifle. I went down there by myself and just walked. I don't even know how many miles I put on. I basically covered the whole damn place and I found some pretty interesting spots that. At least from where I came in, I don't see many people doing that, but I think there may be easier access from another point. So it's like, it's tough out there, man. You know, it's tough. The one thing I will say about that place, that Jeff and I, we do scout heavy. That is one thing that we do do. Mm -hmm. And that place, I mean, we, we literally wanted to go hunt it for the exact reason Austin said was like, you know, go get warmed up a little bit. And we went without tree stands. We said we wanted to hunt from the ground, and honest to God, we almost got a few deer. The <laughs> best chance we had, freaking Jeff didn't see him coming down the hill. <laughs> oh, no. And they were, I, I think they ended up coming to like 15 yards by the time he finally saw him. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, he missed you know, one that day, didn't he? He shot at one. Is that the same no, day? Different we, day. Actually, the video of that happening is is on the Northern Outcast Instagram. It's pretty funny actually <laughs> but that was the only place we didn't really physically scout i mean we kind of looked at the map and you know came up with a game plan before we came there not just like let's walk down this trail <laughs> like <Right>. you know <laughs> like everyone else there does but i will tell you what i saw two of the biggest buck turds on that game lands that i think i have seen ever yeah like dude they were cow packs they weren't even buck turds i saw some giant rubs last year like Giant and high up that really opened my eyes. Holy hell, there, there could be a tank here. And, and yeah, I, I could see it, you know, I, especially with all that private land that surrounds it. And I'm oh, sure yeah, no those one's deer hunting. dip in and out of that stuff. It's silly down there. It's pretty thick too. We are oh, yeah. also talking about in West Virginia, just so everyone. Put your mind at ease. We're not talking about Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're talking about no. West Virginia. Oh, I thought we were talking about Vermont. You guys didn't get your Vermont license this year? Oh, no. That's I right. got New you're Hampshire. Right, right. Yeah. This I one. thought we were doing New Hampshire this year. Every even year, we were doing New Hampshire. Everybody oh, no, is. dude. I screwed up. The Pen- the Pennsylvania boys are taking us out to Harrisburg. Oh, okay. 5C. Yeah. 5C. That's it. Okay. I thought, you know, because our season here opens off October 3rd, so I don't know. You guys were talking about September. I was like, yeah. Yeah, Potter County. <laughs> the the uh what's that the Tioga legend or whatever did you Holy see the giants did you see that picture re re risen um Grant Forney the everyday outdoorsman oh yeah the Tioga it's Tioga right Tioga legend that freaking yeah. giant deer yeah. that's like unbelievably huge in Pennsylvania that's where we're going <laughs> oh my gosh oh man speaking of Pennsylvania I didn't draw an elk tag again. I didn't check, but I'm guessing since I don't know if I have one, I didn't get one. Yeah, I'm unsuccessful. But that's that's okay because we have the same odds as everyone else is drawing an archery tag. 
Think That's, about that. That is true. You have the same odds. I know a man that has applied for an elk tag for the last 18 years and has not gotten one. The dude got preference points like you wouldn't even imagine. Well, it's a, so it's a joke. So here, here's here's what I come to find out. The points in Pennsylvania are not actually preference points. Like we get, like you get in different state, like preference points. I just listened to a podcast on this preference points. You know, basically you get so many points and eventually you draw They're They call them bonus points because technically all they do is like add you for another entry when they draw. So you can have 18 points, which means they just put your name in a hat 18 times. It doesn't give you any other benefit other than the fact that your name's in a hat more. Well, okay. Your name's in the hat 18 times. But there's 50,000, 40,000, 50,000 oh, yeah, entries. Mm-hmm. And you still don't have very good odds. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's, it's the lottery. You know, it is, it's a lottery. For sure. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. You can I, get your whole life and never draw. Part of me, like, gets really mad at the state for how they do it. You know, it's just such an exclusive thing. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, lucky, like you said. But at the same time. Beginning of December, go look around and just walk through the woods and see what you see with frickin' dudes and rifle season the second week, you know. It's like, those would be the same yahoos that are applying for these elk tags that are out there, like, you know, doing stupid shit that would be out there shooting, you know, everything. Like, you know, the Amish, everything. So it's like, when you think about it that way, it's like, okay, you know, they kind of make it so it can't get, you know, ruined by, you know, idiots. But at the same time, it's like, I want to go shoot an elk. I'm probably never going to get an elk tag. Yeah. You never know, man. Chuck's dad freaking drew one time. Yeah. Cal yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. It's the redneck lottery, man. <sighs> it, it really is. <laughs> I was just, I'm trying to think of which podcast I was listening to because I listen to so many, but they just had a really good episode on this with a biologist, our, our state elk biologist, and he really laid it out well with, you know, everything they're trying to do to keep elk population healthy and keep them in certain areas and everything else and i just i cannot oh you know what it was east meets west it was mm, bo martonic's podcast good old bo bo had a guy on and he they did a very good podcast covering a lot of the things that i was always questioning because i had no clue how it worked and that's that's where it was so go check that out if you guys want to find out more on the whole drawing system and mm-hmm. you know our our elk herd and where it's become and how it was created and everything else. It's it's actually a really good informative podcast. Yeah, man. Was yeah. that the one where he was talking about like Colorado and Wyoming too? No, no. This one was purely PA elk. I'll have to check that one out. I usually stay up to date on him. Speaking of elk hunting, Boer, are you ready to go out west yourself? I unfortunately, because of COVID, got screwed out of this year's no. journey westward. Oh yeah. man, we got our vac- we got our vacation days taken away from us. That is a bummer, and I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, but uh, <laughs> I'm giving them the yeah. don't ask that question over here because I knew yeah. that. <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it sucks. Well, That's heartbreaking. When I see you next time, I'll give you a hug. That's actually a good thing, though, because think about it. Next year, you whip my ass in shape, and we'll all do it together. Because <laughs> I really want to do it like I'm bad. But I, oh, yeah. You know, Take it in, baby. I mean, hell yeah. that's what i got the gear for you know what i mean yep. like we we're in the pro like i mean we have everything to go do it and then it's like hey we're getting rid of your vacation time yeah. here's a check for some money yeah suck it 
Oh. So that's kind of what we had to deal with. Because Jeff and I work, actually work together. So, you know, we're both in the same boat with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. luck, luckily, Ryan, Ryan and Lane are still going. I, I think they're going to Colorado now. Yeah, yeah. they're going to Colorado. They're, they're leaving a couple weeks, I think. They pulled an audible because, uh, yes, I mean, I, at least Idaho's someone's still, still going from our collective group of friends, but. Yeah. That's a bummer yeah. though, man. That's a big yeah, bummer. situation. You know, you could come up with a cough around September 20th. I already did that in turkey season. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, you I know didn't. what? Yeah, but nowadays you get paid bonus pay and everything else for it. Oh, God. <laughs> man, that sucks. Damn yeah, it. We kind of out of it, but That's we're, we're planning a, a, like a smaller couple-day uh, backpack hunt in archery season that we're going to do up in the camp. Very the rut, cool. So I like that. Take a, take a long weekend and go derp around up there and see what happens. Well, yeah. maybe just focus a little bit more on the early season. See if you can maybe go hit that yeah, a little I mean, hard and feel like it's elk hunting, man. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the last weekend was dual purpose other than the shoot. You know, yeah. I was out doing my camera hanging. Actually, funny story. When I was hanging cameras, I, I freaking made a mock scrape, a peed in it, turn around, I'm hanging my camera and I, he- I hear this noise. I hadn't been in this spot long, like maybe like five, ten minutes, just, you know, long enough to take my bag off, get my camera out, and I turn around, there's freaking two deer about to walk into this box scrape, like right there while I'm hanging this camera. <laughs> like, I, I have this all on camera, too, which is like, it's it was borderline unbelievable, and these deer just like stared at me. I'm like, what in the West Virginia? Like, <laughs> and they just kind of like hung out for like a minute while I was just standing there, like filming them, and I was like, dude, this is insane. It's like, so I guess there's deer here. I guess I'll leave this camera here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's killer, though. At least yeah, you got was... some cameras up, man. I only got one up. I'm like, I'm slacking hardcore, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, we got a couple out and, uh, we're going to try Ohio this year. Jeff, uh, got some property for us to hunt on. We put cool. a food plot on, actually. Who are you? So hmm. we're going to, we got a couple cameras out there that we haven't checked yet. And then we got those couple up by my place and then, uh, I believe we have one near where I shot my buck last year. So we're going to, we like to keep that s- spot in our back pocket now at this point because hmm. th- there was other deer there that we didn't see that we're hoping survive. So we need oh, to yeah. get a head count out there too. Offspring of, of uh, old big balls. Well, there's <laughs> bigger balls than big balls out there. <laughs> to, to put it lightly. <laughs> oh, my man. Lord. I'm still waiting to see this necklace, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are we at with that? It's, it's still, uh, what do they call it? It's still uh, curing. It's still curing. <laughs> you got on salt. Oh, man. Well, dude, don't be shy. You know, if you get that Ohio license, um, you guys get sick of that property. Let's, let's go down to some public land. I know there's plenty of giant, stupid, big hills you guys can crawl up and down. I'll, I'll keep hunting the spots I know where their deer are. But yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll have to do that for sure. Yeah, I'm just trying to save up another two hundred and seventy something dollars for the Ohio one here, but I still got a month to do it. Yeah, so that that is a punch in the gut. That Ohio tag. Anymore. Yeah, it sucks for PA guys. It really does. Yeah, well, I, I think it was. It was. It went yeah. up this year. It was no, like you're right. Two seventy something. I think for that with the archery tag. Dude, yes, it, it keeps is. going up. It's two seventy. Yeah, it's insane. Now, what's nice about you guys having some permission on private property is if you do want to go over there and fill a doe tag, you can do that. But the downfall of that is a doe tag is 80 bucks, 70, 80 bucks yeah, for just a doe tag, like an either sex tag. Since it's, when? 
since last year. It's seventy, eighty dollars just for an either sex tag. So really, anymore, when I go to Ohio, I'm hunting one deer. That was like twenty six bucks no, or something. They like that. used to be, and yeah. you you were allowed to kill. Well, first they changed it one doe on public land. Yeah, that's it across right. the entire state. You kill one deer on public land. You can't kill another one. You have to kill your other deer on private land. And then they changed it, and that rule still applies. But now instead of twenty six, twenty seven bucks, it's now eighty dollars for a just an either sex permit and they have the doe permits but there's like nowhere in the state you can use those stupid things so what what the hell is the point of them even doing that ohio's definitely irked me a little bit lately and then they rubbed it in they rubbed the salt in the wound when they wouldn't let me buy a turkey tag there which turned out to be good but still pissed me off yeah that's a bummer though man it seems like everybody's making it harder for out-of-staters. I know Idaho, that's where we were originally planning to go hunting. They jacked their prices way up. Did and, they? I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody Pennsylvania. is making it like, harder for out-of-state people to come hunt. Yeah, everybody but, I mean, but Pennsylvania, dude. Pennsylvania is still one of the cheaper states up here that have good quality deer and, most, and turkey, good turkey numbers, and you can come hunt yeah. here for dirt cheap. And we have bear. You can hunt all of those things. We have a plentiful of all of them for, yeah. for super cheap compared to any other state. It's Come stupid. on, man. I don't want any more pressure here. No, That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> I'm what kidding. I'm saying. Is I'm kidding. You, I know what you're saying, and I don't. we know we don't agree with no more pressure. But my whole point is how much revenue is missed because our state won't jack our prices up with everybody else. Listen, they ain't jacking the prices up until we have solid Sunday hunting. I mean, True. maybe it's just me and the fact that, you know, we only talk to like PA hunters, but you know, you hear a lot of, about a lot of guys like going over to Ohio hunting, you know, going out west, all this stuff. I can honestly tell you there's only been one person that I've ever heard of that comes to PA from out of state to hunt deer and it's your boy Casper from Ohio. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. told that goofy story about him on some freaking kayak or whatever it was, but like, I just don't feel like there's as many people to say, you know what, I want to go hunt PA. Yeah, I mean, it, it does like, happen. You know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah. we have a bad rap, man. Well, there's a couple things that play into that. Our borders, every bordering state, like right around the border, they do that. The dude on YouTube from New York comes in all the time. What's it? Kill it? Outdoor kills? Something like that. Kill them outdoors? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. K-E-O. Kill them yeah, outdoors. Kill them outdoors. He, he's in New York. He comes and hunts both all the time. Yeah. But I know along the border, a lot of people come in and out because our license is so cheap. But what deters that is, no Sunday hunting. Yeah. So this year for the first year having some Sundays, that's probably going to sell more license just in itself for our archer or our rifle season because I know a lot of people, I don't know them, but I see a lot of people from Ohio coming over here for our rifle season because they can't use a rifle. Yeah. So I think that's the the benefit for Ohio that time of year that they don't really it's kind of shitty weather. There's really not going on a lot with deer movement, so they come over here with a rifle where they can reach out and touch them. I see them up by camp, you, and I see Ohio people up there. Absolutely. So I think that's one thing that, that draws them in, but I, I definitely don't... You hear it kind of because some people just want to experience Pennsylvania, but it's yeah. not like something that someone desires, maybe, no, is the word. It's, you know? yeah. We're not like I feel like you're more after. likely to hear somebody going to Ohio or Illinois. Yeah. Or even West Virginia, for that matter, to go hunt bear, you know. Yep. But, dude, I'm going to PA this year, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> and getting hyped up about it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. which, granted, I love hunting here, but, you know, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, it's tough. And, you know, I'm, I may not even get the Ohio license this year. I may say stick it because I just realized I have a license and tags in West Virginia. West Virginia. I'm probably just going to do down there. I mean, I'll just go down there and shoot some doe. I don't know why you wouldn't. We were down it's there right for turkey. There. Dude, there are deer everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And they yeah, have public so much public, public land. land. Dude, they have so much public land right on our border. I mean, just spot after spot after spot public land. I'm sure it gets crushed, but who cares, dude? It's rifle season. I'm gonna oh, go. For sure. I'm gonna go meet up with some hill jacks or something, and we'll go shoot some deer. I don't care. That's <laughs> what I'm all jacks. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might go get fingered in a rape shack. You know, some... <laughs> That's the beer I'm looking for. Oh, right there. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dude. my god. Well, we can start to wrap this thing up, but I did forget to mention one thing, Austin. I have some stuff in the truck for you. We ran into. The PA bow hunting boys. Oh, I love those shoot. guys. They, these guys gave me some flack for it because I sat there and talked to Adam and Justin. Justin Reed? Yeah, Justin and Adam. And we had a really good conversation. I talked to those guys for a while. Almost made us late for our, my softball game afterwards. But those dudes are pretty good dudes, and they gave me a little care package for the two of us. So awesome. Dude, they're, they're freaking good dudes. Honestly, they're like our freaking biggest supporters of this podcast. They share everything, they like everything, they comment on everything. I mean, those guys, I love those guys. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Well, shout out to those dudes. I kind of put my foot in my mouth with them because uh, they actually took our group picture after they are done talking to Chucky, and then they posted on their Instagram that they were in Freiburg at the shoot. And I didn't realize it was the same people, and I called them on a picture. like, oh, dude, we were there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah we took that. your picture, you freaking dildo looker. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, well, I feel like an asshole. They really are good dudes. Though. I love them. They are the greatest. The, shout out to PA boys. My bad. <laughs> They're gonna be on the podcast. We we got to get them on. We we tried to hook up one time and then uh, it just scheduling conflicts went on. But we're gonna get them back on. We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna get them on yeah. for sure. They were pretty cool, and it was funny because I was I was giving them directions because on the on the website it basically brings you to Freiburg. So they were like sitting at the Freiburg Sportsman's Club. And I'm like, no, dude, you got to keep coming. So I sent them the directions and stuff, but we got there last minute. They got there last minute. We missed them. I'm like, yeah, there's some guys that are coming that I, I kind of know. And someone from our group was like, yeah, funniest thing. I saw a dude wearing a white tail distraction podcast hat at registration. You, yeah. Did you see that dude? I was like, oh, well, that's got to be him. Well, it I mean, Justin. I don't know if you've seen his video on YouTube, but he probably shot a 300 because of he, that. I'm just saying. He outshot Adam, which he said never happens. I'm telling you, dude. And he had a hat on. It's the hat. I'm just saying. It's the hat. Just saying. We all had hats on, and we shot very well. Telling you. So you know, you might as well get our uh, our camo killing caps for season. You won't Mm. miss. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. We got to get rid of some other hats first. We got some other hats too. We got a bunch of hats for sale, people. You hit Chuck up, and he will send it right out to you. Or you hit me, and I'll send it right to Chuck. We accept Venmo. We accept cash. We accept no checks. Hunting property permission. Hunting property permission is very welcome. Mm, Booer accepts back rubs for their merch. Uh, hey, I brought you hunting with me on property. I still have to pay for both of my hats. I didn't get any any fun hunts out of out of this. And to be fair, I actually shoplifted one from the freaking I know. Uh, sportsman's night out, and then I ratted myself out and paid anyway. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even know I took it. Oh man, to be fair. Oh, I wore man. it all night. I was like waiting for Chuck to say something. He never did. I knew you had it on. I was going to let it go, and you paid me. But <laughs> your loss. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> idiot. Idiot. Oh, I mean, man. I'm a degenerate, but I'm a man of honor. 
That a boy. I like it. You have a very large heart. Listen, the first hats that we made, Austin and I both paid for our own hats. That's, That's true. a true story. That's a true story. I we, still have that hat. Me too. I wear it for softball. It's destroyed. But the Northern Outcast had hats. You know, two what, of what's them. Up with, exactly what's up with that? two of them. I'm actually looking at it right now. It's hanging on the wall. We suck and we didn't get anything else. So made. you have two though. You have one of two though. That's I do. A collectible. Limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> We got a lot of stickers. We had more stickers than anybody else. You gotta, you gotta hook us up with some hats here. Get some new hats going on, and uh, hook me up with. Yeah, we yeah, just I need got, to get. I need to just call Sporting Goods and just get like a hundred shirts. I just talked but, to them today. Amy's my yeah, girl down there. So. I got stickers in today as well. Did you? Well, yeah. we're gonna have to have come up with too. the next uh, challenge for this buck cancer season. So yeah, listen. We'll next thing on the docket, we need to have that damn dinner. Yep. And I think that's the time we, we figure out what's going on with the buck cancer this year, who we're going to include. Let's do that soon because we have, yeah, we, if we want to bring other groups in and like legitimately look for like sponsors and different things, we have to do that quick. Yeah, I agree. Coming up here soon. Well, we suck. So, um, Three. it's going to be the last minute. Like we always do things. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be all October 1st, <laughs> September 12th. You know, I'm always down to party though. I like it. All right, man. Well, let's do that then. All right, but were you on uh, any last plugs or anything? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to get out there in the um, universe? Well, we got some videos coming out here. Um, we just posted one of my little fishing journey from last weekend, and uh, got a couple coming up here. We've been doing some heavy scouting, so I mean, just really uh, stay tuned to the to the YouTubes and uh, our social medias. We've been uh, starting to get pretty active here. Like I said, dude, COVID just had us like shut in and shut down and kind of yeah. haven't really posted anything since the sports and night out. It, it sucks, but it's we're, tough, we're you know, kind of got a little media blitz going on here right now. Yeah. yeah. I hey, feel you. Head over there and, and watch Boo or do some fly fishing. Cool. Ever They'll understand. Like again. They'll understand when they see it. <laughs> okay. I can dig it. <laughs> well, you have to listen to like a previous episode of me on the show and then <laughs> reference <laughs> yeah. said joke and then go to like what? <laughs> Four minutes and 37 seconds yeah. on the video. I <laughs> I'm so excited now. They'll totally get it. Holy <laughs> crap, man. I can't uh, escape the trout vest. <laughs> can't, you can't escape the dude in the trout vest. You just oh, God. I don't know where that's going, but I love it. It's like Jason <laughs> Voorhees, like, just waiting in the woods behind you as soon as you hit the river, dude. He's just, like, ready to come out and bomb the hole that you're in. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I cannot wait to watch it. It's, it's going to be great. Show. Everybody, go check out Northern Outcasts on YouTube, Instagram. Check out their non-existent Facebook. You know, you'll see our friendly faces on yeah, there at some point. You'll see them on there. Not mine, but Chuck's. You know, give them a like. Give them a subscribe. Give them some love. Comment. Say hey. You guys are awesome. You know, all that fun stuff. As always, yeah, shout out, shout out to PA boys. I suck. Yeah, PA bow hunting. PA bow hunting. They're PA awesome dudes. Underscore bow, underscore hunting. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Justin and Adam, good boys. They are good boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up. All right, as always, head over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It would be greatly appreciated. It helps us tremendously. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Go wild. Anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all those fun places. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, check that stuff out. And, uh, you know, we love you guys. Thank you for continued listening. Until next week, Booer. I'm a virgin. <laughs> the distraction is real. I love it.